Studio with me, even though it's Thursday, usually this is a Friday thing. Steve Rouse with us uh, three to four today. Schedule conflict, so we made Thursday work. Hey, it's always good to be here in the WPTF studio with Nate Song. What this is going to do is it's going to make everyone feel like it's Friday. And then we're going to have to wake up tomorrow morning to Friday. So. And you won't have Steve Rao here on a Friday. It's just like a tradition now. One thing well, that uh, everyone was talking about yesterday, music legend passing away, Tina oh, Turner. Tina Turner. I ran to her music this morning. I, simply the best, better than all the rest. And, uh, you know, she really was one of the best. And uh, and I'm proud of my – I forgot to – I've got some great things to announce about Morseville, but I'm so proud of all the great things Morseville's doing. So, team, if you're listening – we're simply the best, better than all the rest. No offense to Gary. <laughs> One of those things that you guys have done recently, pickleball making yeah. its way to Morrisville. Yeah, so we just broke ground on our Morrisville Community Park Phase 3, which is um, three pickleball courts, brand new, three new tennis courts, uh, pedestrian and greenways. Just really, really exciting. And uh, uh, pickleball is really growing. You know, It's also National Tennis Appreciation Month. We're going to talk at the end of the show today how many months there are. But there's 24 million Americans that play tennis, but but 1.8 playing pickleball. But it's growing really fast. And I've never seen this kind of enthusiasm, particularly around seniors, former tennis players that are playing pickleball. Uh, I'm a former you know, junior tennis player, college tennis player, so I'm still going to play tennis until I get too old to do it. But, um, you know, it's uh, it's exciting. So congrats on Morrisville and the, and the new park. Pickleball is interesting. It's one of those things where my wife and I are looking for an easier way to just be active on an afternoon after work or a Saturday yep. for an hour or two. So we recently bought some pickleball paddles. Jason Rogers in the traffic center made fun of me and said I'm an old man because of it. But yeah. we enjoy- we went out and played at a park the other day for about two hours. Really fun. And it didn't wear us out too much. That's fantastic. You know, that's great. I, I know. Play pickleball if you're listening. And then the other exciting news with Morrisville, and then we got Alan Thomas going to be calling in, and if you, we're going to call him in a few minutes, is um, is small business. So you know we have a new program now, Morrisville, called the Morrisville Means Business Program. And you know Nate, what was exciting is this program is a result of the efforts of United States Congresswoman Deborah Ross, who helped us secure a three hundred thousand dollar grant from the Small Business Administration, which is in the you know the, the Biden administration's SBA, and the grant was targeted for COVID nineteen relief micro grants. Uh, and community-wide programming. And so today, uh, businesses who apply, they can just go to town of Morrisville uh, slash small business and get the application. We pick 30 small businesses who receive up to $4,500 of micro-grants and then direct one-to-one business counseling with marketing, uh, legal, financial CPAs for your business. So this is really great to help businesses survive and thrive. And I'm really proud of uh, town of Morrisville, Michael James, and... um, Sarah, our team, for uh, getting this program started. We're just uh, really, really excited, and uh, uh, we mean business in Morrisville. You brought up one thing that I certainly want to talk to Alan Thomas about when we're on the phone with him in the next segment, but you were saying that some of this money is uh, either coming from or needs to be used for COVID-19 relief. Well, I think when they say that, it means that a lot of these small businesses were really hit with covid Right. So they had significant revenue loss, whether you're a restaurant, you know, whether you're a small business selling a bakery. Um, And so when we say COVID-19 relief, you have to prove the economic you know, injury that your business had. And that's what we mean by COVID-19. Let's be clear that COVID emergencies are over now. And, um, you know, you basically still can get SBA loans. And Alan Thomas can talk a little bit about that. You know, what where, where are we going now? But he wants to talk a little bit about minority businesses, veteran businesses. We're going to talk about Memorial Day at the end of the show. Um, and I, so I think it's exciting. You know, it's going to be really, really great. 
I'm curious too. This is kind of along the same lines, but ARPA funds—that was a huge thing. All the states got American Rescue Plan Act funds during COVID. It was a lot of money, and a lot of places struggled to legally diffuse that money out like it was properly supposed to. I wonder how much longer we're going to be dealing There's with so these much funds. money coming down. I mean, even before ARPA, there was uh, the CARES Act money, right? Going to Wake County, all that. And then, then you had ARPA, which is infrastructure. So like Apex, for example, has received $16 million, City of Raleigh. A lot of the big metro cities have gotten it. Morrisville got some for revenue replacement. Last year, $4.5 million. This last year, another $4.5 million. And some of these programs were funded by ARPA, right? And it was specifically for revenue replacement. If you've lost revenue because of the pandemic, but then um, then there's infrastructure spending, you know, bridges, air, you know, roads. Um, and so, but it's hard to track this money. And uh, I just hope that we can, um, there's often a, a term called submerged state where the bureaucracy is so intense that you can't see the shovel-ready projects. And, you know, under, I study history a lot. Under President Roosevelt during World War II, uh, you know, there was so much of an Im- investment in infrastructure. America spent 3% on GDP research and development on infrastructure. And, um, you know, it was, but they got the job done. I mean, they, were, they, were, they, they, they put electricity in a thousand cities. Uh, through the Rural Electricity Act, built bridges, roads, modernized thousands and thousands of airports, all within a span of a few years. So that's going to be what I think this administration is going to be tested on is how quickly their projects can roll out, how quickly the infrastructure comes up.